This is Marriage to the Max, episode 101. Hello, welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Brett Hurst. And I'm Kelly Hurst. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Brady. Hello, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We are both marriage educators. We're co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast, Marriage to the Max, is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Well, welcome. Welcome. Hooray. Hooray. We have a tip. Oh, yes. We have a tip of the day. Yes. This is a personal tip from the Hearst household. This is a laundry tip. It sets us free in way bigger areas than just laundry. It is this. Two couples keep his and her laundry hampers and be responsible for washing your own clothes and towels. Worked well for us. This will set you free. I don't know why we didn't. We didn't start doing this until what? Maybe like... Year 15, I bet. No. No, I I think. No, we did that earlier than that, didn't we? I don't think so. I think we did it in this house and we've been in this house 18 years, so. Well, clearly I don't remember. Well, I'm telling you, and it really, here's the thing about, it wasn't that you and I didn't like washing each other's clothes. It wasn't like we were griping about having to do the chore. It was that I I like my- I I don't gripe. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not trying to bait you. Listen, what I'm saying is I liked my clothes washed a certain way and you like yours dried a certain way. Like we all have our little idiosyncrasies, whatever. (laughs) Would you let me finish? You're being awfully obtuse this morning. Controlling was the last episode. This afternoon. (laughs) Yes. And so I want to say it was just because we liked our stuff done differently. Yes. That we were always getting in a thing. Right. And when we finally decided to just do our own stuff, man, (sighs) it was so liberating. I just, I just love that tip. That's why I'm sharing it today. Well, that's an excellent tip and it tees up our conversation today, which is chore play. Chore play. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) A take on another word. Yes. (laughs) I made the connection. All right, Kelly. Yes. You know, marriage experts talk more or less about the big six. You know, usually when they cite certain categories that are constant sources of conflict, these are Mm -hmm. the ones that they typically land on. Lay it on me. uh, In no particular order. Mm -hmm. Money, sex, parenting styles, personality differences, in-laws, and household chores. And I have said many times to our premarital couples, I always laugh on this one. On household chores? On household chores. Like, come on, household chores, you're going to split up over this, but some people have. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's a big thing. Right. It's not that big of a deal at our house, but it's this is a big thing for a lot of couples. Right. So the question is- They are have you, chore wars. Yes. Right. Are you having chore wars at your house? Some some say that the reason people argue about chores is because they're always in front of you. Chores yes. never go away. They're always there, day in and day out. Well, that is true. But even though they may never disappear, your 
struggles, your disagreements about them can. Mm, they can disappear like a freshly loaded, uh, fr- fr- <laughs> freshly folded pile of laundry. <laughs> Toy boat. Toy boat, toy boat. So how do people not have chore wars, Brett? Well, <laughs> besides buying separate laundry hampers, uh-huh. one way is to just communicate about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we got to say this for the umpteenth time. When we sit with couples that are in severe crisis, you know, affair recovery and addiction issues and really, really serious stuff, or on the other end of the spectrum, we're sitting with couples that are just very intentional, very preventive, just always want to improve their marriage. It really doesn't matter. We eventually get to some issues of communication. For sure. Because you've got two people living together that do not act and think the same way. Mm-hmm. We love each other. Good communication covers a multitude of things. That's right. You and I love each other very much. We've been very, very happy overall in our marriage. Mm -hmm. But like everyone else, there are times where communication issues can come up. It's Uh, true. Yeah. So. And you're not, we say this all the time, you're not married to a mind reader. That's right. Your spouse doesn't know what you want unless you say what it is or unless you talk about it. Right. So. So I think sitting down and talking about (laughs) chores, not in the heat of the moment. Right. Right. When, when things aren't irritating everybody. Right. You know, lean into what needs to be done and, you know, maybe even how you'd like it done. And you need to, when you talk about chores, just like any other hot topic, you need to speak respectfully to each other. You need to not talk down to, to the other person like they're a child. For sure, because nobody wants to be nagged or belittled. Yeah. And, you know, this can go either way, men to women, women to men. Anecdotally, historically, it's in our experience, it's probably probably men more often are the culprits of not getting the chores right sometimes. Maybe, yeah. But not always. Not we, always. We have certainly sat with plenty of couples where it's the other way around, mm-hmm. where the, the more anal person is the husband and so forth. Yeah. But either way, you don't want to be shamed about it. You don't want to be nagged about it. You know? Yeah, because then you have that uh, that imbalance in the relationship where someone feels like a parent and someone feels like a child, and that's never a good thing in, in a marriage relationship. So one thing that can be helpful is to just be open to revisiting your chore routine. That's true. This is one of the great things about marriage in general is you can function for a couple of decades, let's say, or three decades in a certain mode, a certain way of functioning. And then step back, mm-hmm. evaluate it, revisit it. Maybe there's a better way for things to operate. Maybe somebody else needs to be doing the checkbook and it, right. you know, or whatever. Yeah. And as your kids get older, you can start incorporating, you know, giving them a little more responsibility, uh-huh. you know, because that's a good thing for kids to have certain things that they need to be doing around the house right. and parents don't need to be doing everything for them. True. So, yeah. So every season kind of can look a little bit different and just revisit that, you know, and used to, when, when our kids were young and growing up, you used to put a, a little family contract, we would put it on our fridge uh-huh. and it was things that we were each responsible for. It's kind of a chore chart, but it was a little more expanded than that. Uh-huh. And we would sort of revisit that every what year We'd or so revise and revise it. Yeah. yeah. And kind of update it. Get a little on. more realistic with it or kind of graduate to the next age appropriate level. Yeah. Or whatever. 
and you know, certainly you and I like lists and we like organizational tools and so forth. So we we kind of both enjoy that mm-hmm. and we recommend that because it can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's built that way. Not everybody's wired that way. But yeah, still- some people hate lists. That's true. Some people do not get off to the whole honeydew list thing. Right. And that, that brings up the point, you know, start objectively asking yourselves, you know, who's good at what? Who's willing to do what? Mm-hmm. Who's better suited to do this or that? You right. know, are you better at cleaning bathrooms than your spouse? Well, then, I mean, I'm the bathroom guy in our family and that works out well. I have to say, I haven't scrubbed a toilet in a number of years. I have, but to, I have to say, you haven't scrubbed a toilet in a number of years. Listen to me, but that's not to say I didn't scrub. I was a scrubbing fool when we were first married. You do stuff I don't like to do. That's right. But somewhere along, we flipped and you became the toilet scrubber. And I love that you're the toilet scrubber. As long as you Um, do the stuff, (laughs) as long as you deal with the stuff that I don't want to deal with, (laughs) it all works out. Or is one of you better at paying the bills on time? You know, maybe that doesn't stress one of you out like it does the other. Right. Or is one of you better at mowing the lawn? You know, maybe it's not the husband. Maybe the woman, like, I know a couple that the woman likes to mow the yard. We know several like that. Yeah. So. And uh, so we just say, let go of any kind of traditional gender roles and expectations and just simply take on what you don't mind doing. Right. And while you're exploring and while you're reevaluating and reassessing and realigning all these types of things encourage one another don't don't criticize don't shame the other person you never do the you blah 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 stay away from the always never thing once you delegate a chore let it go mm-hmm. like if you're not responsible for it just release it right you know release your your high standards you know and let the person do the chore right <laughs> And don't complain about it because right. that never gets you anywhere. If, the, if things aren't done to your standard, then, you know, you need maybe calmly have another conversation about what maybe what's a better way to approach it. Yeah. And show appreciation. Oh, my gosh. Brett, you and I have been sat, sitting down with a lot of couples recently doing a lot of tune-ups with couples. Uh-huh. And I I don't know why I'm surprised, but I uh, I shouldn't be surprised. Appreciation comes up. Almost in every conversation, someone is feeling unappreciated right. in the marriage. Because we're not taking the time to slow down, yeah. let alone taking the time to affirm one another. Yeah. And I think it's important to talk about what appreciation even looks like because some people want to hear the words, thank you. Mm-hmm. For some people, they want to hear it differently. Like, man, you really helped me out when you picked up the dry cleaning. Right. Boy, that was a load off my mind or whatever. Or you did a great job at cleaning up the kitchen. Thank you. Well, and the and the spouse who's not giving that affirmation so frequently says, well, they know that. Yeah. Well, even if they know it, they still want to hear it. Yeah. You Do you remember a couple? I don't know if you remember this couple. This has been a long time ago, years. But we were talking about this very thing. And the wife was saying how she didn't feel very appreciated by the husband. Mm-hmm. And we sort of kind of were asking him like, well, what, what's going on with that? You know, And he said, well, I was brought up in a family that you didn't say thank you for the things that were expected of you. So like if it was expected of you to clean the kitchen or to make dinner Mm -hmm. or to change the baby's diaper. Like that was a, that was an expectation. That was just a thing we all did. That's right. And, and he was almost really kind of militant about it. Right, right. And 
we realized that, okay, well, maybe that worked for your family of origin. I have a hunch it probably didn't work for everybody, but right. let's say it did. Uh-huh. Now you're in a marriage where she does want to hear thank you. Right. So let's learn to step out of what we what we assume, you know, is the way to go. And the family you're in now is not the family you grew up in. Absolutely. So adapt. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, go ahead. Well, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're able. After that controlling episode of 100, (laughs) I'm I'm yielding control. If you're able, we say get some help. Mm -hmm. If you can afford for a housekeeper to come once a month or maybe even once a quarter, do it. If you can afford for someone to come mow your lawn, do it. You know, it might. If you can afford it. If you can afford it. requires the whole financial conversation. Yeah, but, but the the bottom line is it may cost a little bit of money, mm-hmm. but if it's time that you're saving right. and peace that's restored in the family, right. then, you know, it's to me, it's worth it if you can afford it. And in our family, I'm definitely more often, not always, but more often the saver mm-hmm. than the spender. But I will say that it has been worth it to release some control on this as we've been able to afford more things the older we've gotten. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a luxury. It can just be something that that's how we manage right now. I think part of the reason why I always have laughed in the past about this being a legitimate source of conflict is because, because I don't realize how often people do not affirm each other in other relationships. Mm, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know I'm not saying we're so great. No, I know we what do you a mean lot though. Of dumb things, but but we've been historically very consistent on affirming each other. Yeah. And and we show appreciation to one another about very menial things like that. But yeah. that doesn't always happen in right. marriages. And so that respect the kindness, mm-hmm. the graciousness, the appreciation, mm-hmm. the affirmation of all these things really are necessary. So if those things are missing, well, of course, chores are going to be right. a, a very serious matter. Yeah. No, that's it, a good point. You know, it's kind of like Jesus talking about money more than he talked about heaven and hell because mm-hmm. money was an issue of the heart. Mm-hmm. Chores, I'm, I'm figuring they, out. Yeah. Are, they're a matter of the heart because you deal with them all the time. And they're part of your everyday life, just like money is. That's right. And they never go away. Mm-hmm. You've got to constantly deal with them. Mm-hmm. So they can be boring, tedious, mm-hmm. exhausting, or so forth. And for some people, chores represent different things. Like I remember this one couple we sat with and and the husband was very, very, he liked a very clean house, a very pristine kind of minimalist environment. Uh-huh. And she was kind of one of these people who functioned in chaos. It was totally fine right. to have she junk where around her. Yeah, was. like it was fine. But he would really get like almost depressed, uh-huh. you know, if the house was messy for too long. Yeah. And when we kind of talked through it, he was pretty open about like he had grown up in kind of a chaotic environment. Mm-hmm. And he said, I always just thought when I when I have my own place, it's going to be clean. It's going right. to be functioning. And that. And so there's sometimes a story there too, which we talk a lot about. There's sometimes there's a story behind what's happening right? and it might be beneficial to explore that even. And what the expectations were going into yeah. that situation. And yeah. So forth. Yeah. So whichever side of this you're on, you know, whether you're more of a clean, obsessive, neat freak mm-hmm. type, or you don't care mm-hmm. rather than not understand the person on the other side of this equation, this is a great 
opportunity to serve one another yeah. and to lay down self. And health is somewhere in the middle. Right. <laughs> somewhere in the middle there is a yeah. good, good way to be. Yeah, because you can obsess mm-hmm. about cleanliness and you can also, not getting clean is not good either. <laughs> so, okay, great. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We hope that you will share the love of Marriage to the Max Yes, by rating us on Apple Podcasts. We lost a lot of great ratings in the last year. Yeah, our feed broke. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, you don't want to hear our sob story, but uh, we we we, need to build up our reviews again and our our ratings. (laughs) Yeah, that that would help us just get more exposure and help us with uh, what we're wanting to do to help others. So, Mm -hmm. So write us a great review. That will give us more visibility. And thanks for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.